0: Welcome to Can They Do That, brought to you by Scott Law Team, the employment law firm. We are excited to discuss recent employment issues and events that affect your everyday life. Keep in mind this podcast is educational and is not a substitute for legal advice or professional consultation. If you need help, you can reach us at scottlawteam.com. Welcome to Can They Do That? I'm Kathleen Scott, and I'm here with Ayana Harris. And today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence, coming to a workplace near you soon.
1: <laughs> so what is artificial intelligence? So Forbes.com says that AI refers to the ability of machines to perform tasks that would require that would typically require human intelligence, such as learning, problem solving, and decision making. Now, I feel like that can be you know, a slippery slope. I feel like a lot of the times where our bias comes in is things like the hiring process. So even just looking through resumes and seeing keywords, things like strong or, you know, I feel like it kind of can lead more towards one way than the other. So um, words like strong could be associated with men just based off of you know, our predetermined thinking, you know, and I feel like that can really change, you know. Right, that'll give a bias. An algorithm, it'll change an algorithm for sure. Well, like the algorithms are based on human
0: experience, right? So, of course, right. there's bias based on the human experience.
1: I think with, where, where there can be
0: bias is when the algorithm is using a personality trait as opposed to a job skill,
1: right. and
0: that's where there can be issues, right? Like you said, strong, that's kind of a trait. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually been some real-life examples of this and how companies have gotten sued uh, for oh, discrimination. Really? Yeah, Amazon was one. It was found to have had their algorithm had a bias towards women because they used 10 years of resumes to create their algorithm and and it was 2015 when this was found. So in the 10 years prior to 2015, the majority of the candidates who were applying were males. So of course the algorithm favored the hiring of men. And so, that, that, that you're right on the money about that. So, the algorithm is only as good as um, the information that's coming into, and if the information and the bias is baked in, because often systems have systemic biases in them, and so right. we have to be careful about that. We have to be careful about using things like criminal records or educational records, because those too could um, be biased based on individuals or zip codes, right. you know, where people live, things of that nature. Um, so we have to be careful. I think you know. I've noticed too that there's a rise and e- even on the Equal Employment Opportunities website, that's the federal government's arm that enforces um, disability laws. There's a little um, caveat, and there's a little section on that, that talks about individuals who have disabilities might be disenfranchised by AI being used for hiring because if it's computer-based learning test, those those types of tests might. Um, bias individuals. So those are all things to keep in mind. Can it be great and sort through thousands of resumes in a second? Yes, but, (laughs) but be careful. And I guess the takeaway there is make sure that
1: employers understand the algorithms that they're using. Right. I feel like in other aspects though in the workplace, AI could be used and be really beneficial. I feel like it, if you take it away from parts where I feel like you really do need to have that human interaction, kind of what makes us different from these robots online, um, like the hiring process, but more so use it for presentations. So you have all the information you know, that you've done research on and you input it into this algorithm that will make a... PowerPoint for you, make a little document for you. I feel like that is a different story. I feel like obviously, you know, um as long as you're in have the, the content. scholarly integrity yes. <laughs> <laughs> to do the research on your own, using that to format your thoughts. I feel like there's a lot of people out here who aren't necessarily visually creative and can make the most jaw-dropping PowerPoint of all time, but that doesn't mean their information isn't good, you know. I feel like it could really help a lot of people who are kind of struggle in that aspect, but have a lot to share. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have parts of them that they want to just explore and show off mm-hmm. and be able to kind of showcase at work. But because of one reason or another, they're yeah, not who able wants to, to stay up until two in the morning, adding transitions and yeah, graphics into to their slides. Yeah, trying to figure that out. If that's not there's... a bit of them. I feel like it could be a, not a waste of your brain power, because it's always good to learn, always good to know. But you can definitely use that energy and that time in another part of your project, and it's still going to be that dedication as long as you are putting your kind of best face forward uh, with your project. Using an AI to assist you, I sure. feel like is really beneficial.
0: And you could also, I mean, you, you can probably improve accuracy. I'm thinking about particularly in the law firm setting. You know, every mm-hmm. time we draft a letter to a client, we could say draft a letter to this particular client so it's always using updated information and the file it's gathering that from the the file that's updated by a paralegal or legal assistant and so it's kind of reducing the human error of accidentally sending it to the wrong email address Mm -hmm. and so those are examples where it could be I think help productivity and help with accuracy and get um get thoughts out maybe in a way that's less lawyerly sounding too there were some uh ethic opinions though about lawyers using chat GPT to draft oh. legal briefs, which I
1: didn't check, you know, Oh, and- you see, now that's you, if you're going to use a robot, you got to check up on the robot. <laughs> you got to, I feel like that's the, the part where it gets a little bit sticky. Cause if you, it can be used in a lazy way. If you are lazy when you use it. Right. Um, I feel like that is just kind of where you can take your human, your human brain and really push back into it and make it kind of a full working system right because the ai is just there to assist you um you do still want to go ahead and look back and check on it of course i think it's probably we should say out loud chat in particular is only updated as of like 2021 yeah i think yeah so
0: and you know in the the legal community that's very old right in terms of like Mm -hmm. relying on data or information but it can be super helpful to help you get to a thing that you're looking for i was looking up something for a client and saying you know what's the florida statute that deals with a liquor license and then you know, a second I have the statutory site. Of course, I'm going to take that site, put it into my own research information and look at it and look at it more closely. But it's great to help me get to that to that quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I think everyone has used it to generate names, right? And (laughs) passwords, the good password generator.
1: I feel like even if like, for example, I feel like I haven't used in school, but I can imagine if I'm not using it to, you know, write my essays because There are plagiarism um, things now for chat, GPT, and other AIs. So you just do have to worry for that. But um, getting the format right, little things like that. I feel like there's some people who have a certain level of education, formal education at least, where they can still have those ideas but don't necessarily have the means or the ways to know how to perfectly put it into mla format and things like that yes but be careful on your resume i cannot oh. tell you how many <laughs> those i've
0: received where everyone is a wonderfully drafted super energetic this mm-hmm. that and the other thing and so you you kind of you i do think you can hear a human voice right. or you kind of can see where it's an artificial voice um mm-hmm. we can make it but to that point you can also take an email that you've drafted and maybe you're trying to tone it down a little bit and put the email into like a chat GPT or a similar AI and say, make it more formal, mm. make it less, you know, you know, make the tone more friendly. And it will do that, which yeah. is. Um, I feel
1: like that's been really helpful for me, mm-hmm. just being able to like speak with people that I work with at school, um, just making sure that I'm being professional because I feel like sometimes I might not see it as lack of professionalism, but just running it through really fast, I see what words I can change, and even then, I, ju- I don't necessarily copy and paste it, I kind of look at it, I'm like, okay, I can see where I can like bump it up a little bit, and I take some of those keyboards and I toss them into my email.
0: I know people are worried about it, like replacing jobs, um, and that is an interesting conversation to have, probably outside of this chat this dialogue but you know we have like a chat bot on our um it's not really a chat bot in the ai sense other than that ai tells it when to pop up right Mm -hmm. but we actually have humans on the other side of the of it when someone has a question or wants details about when to schedule a consultation or wants information those are actual human beings who are responded to our chat bot and what we find which i find interesting is that people prefer to us Please
1: give me a call. The, the 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 standard response we get is Please pick up the phone and give me a call. Yes, um, I feel like now more than ever, it's been weird. i you call the credit card company. I was talking to Chipotle, like Chipotle app has this little, it's like talk to Chili if you have an, a, an issue with your order. It was kind of ridiculous. Like I feel like I was running myself in circles because it didn't understand right the problem. The problem was so simple. If somebody would a human being were to have read that issue, they'd be like, oh. Okay, here's your refund. But with things like um, AI, I feel like it's that slight lack of human aspects that I don't think that'll ever be able to come close, really, to where we are as humans. That's why I really only see it as a crutch more so than... Although I'm told by very powerful people that it's the Mm -hmm. most concerning thing we need
0: to worry about is um, artificial intelligence. I think Bill Gates said that, as did the designer of ChatGPT, who oh, also urged oh. people not to put it on their cell phone, which is concerning. Yeah, the but I personally am a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. And so I think we've talked about some you know, some of the positives. You mentioned productivity, and it could even probably cut costs in terms oh, of doing yeah. things faster. You don't faster. have to hire
1: a whole new physical person to do something that is kind of, a not necessarily, but it could be a demeaning task. It's just a simple job kind of in and out where it's very draining to do that and safety too right like people aren't lifting and straining backs if they can have amazon like you're you're not you don't have to clear out the floor on your own it's a little robot going out and doing it for you but since we
0: humans are the uh you know the background and the designer of artificial intelligence i guess the downside and the cautionary tale is uh, you know baking in our own biases as human beings and being cautious about using using artificial intelligence for things like hiring and things yeah. like deciding what is a quote good resume versus a bad resume and, and making sure that we're using objective criteria and not personality traits using skills um and not adjectives just right, <laughs> to, right. to screen out for people and being
1: cognizant of those potential uh, abuses i feel like um right now ai is in its little baby form It's growing real fast, but let's hope for the Fingers crossed, you know, we don't get attacked. (laughs) (laughs) So we're embracing the future.
0: Embracing it, embracing it. Bring it on. All right. Thank you so much for joining Can They Do That? For everything employment law related, please visit us on our next episode or in the meantime at our website at scottlawteam.com. Until then.